Hello, this is Locked in the Green Room, and today I'm chatting with Charlenberger. The green room is the musician's limbo. It's where we sit and wait for our gig to start. We as musicians now all find ourselves in a huge green room whilst we wait patiently for our gigs to begin again. So please join me in this virtual green room where I'll be chatting to different musicians around the world from all genres and all areas of music. And we're going to cover everything and anything about living in this new world of social distancing. Today I'm chatting with Charlenberger. Charlenberger is a violinist and guitarist and well, he plays loads of stuff, but he's uh, just basically one of the most amazing musicians you'll ever meet. Uh, and it was really nice to hear what he's been up to uh, whilst locked down and also hear his perspective on a couple of things and just chat about music in general as well. So please hope you enjoy Jalenburger. So how have, so, you been, uh, have you been doing? Well, I've been uh, very well. Yeah. Well, a little bit ill. You ill? All of us, actually. Ah. Three of us. Mm. But, uh, well, nothing. Uh, we, well, we don't know. Maybe we had it in uh-huh. a light form. Yes. Or we didn't. We had something else. But we'll possible. never know. No. Um, is, and, um, is it quite difficult to get tests done in uh, in Belgium? No, I you're not in Belgium, it, you're in Spain. I'm in Spain now. As long as you're not in danger of... Yes. Dying, you won't get a test. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. what I. That's what I heard, and I'm not going to bother either. I mean, it's not like. Yeah. I don't. I, the last place I want to be now is in a hospital or a dentist or I mean any, any of that sort. For the moment, that's, that's a, a good a, idea. Yeah, that's a that's a good call. I agree. Um, um, so let's just keep healthy as as much as we can, and if we have a bit of a cough or a bit of a this or that, let's just not yeah. fuss about it. Yes, yeah. that's that's what we have. Well, and then it will pass. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. How have you um, found your sudden, uh, well, suddenly being uh, given a large amount of free time, but being confined to the house? Um, very agreeable actually ah. um i um yeah well for one thing i had a pretty calm period coming up um so until the end of april i would have ha- i have five concerts cancelled i think mm-hmm. which is not huge yes for for such a long period of time yeah um but i mean more sad is that my kids were going to come Wow. And my dad was going to come to see the kids from Hungary and all that. Wow. And all that is just not going to happen. Wow. And, of course, we bought the flights and we'll never see the money back. Yeah. Well, yes. Well, okay. That's that, that's. But, I mean, concert-wise, there's three concerts that we would have played with Le Violon de Bruxelles that still have not been, as yet, not been cancelled. But I'm pretty sure they will be. Yeah. Um, on 24th, 25th, and 26th of April. That, that yeah, those I regret because that's really one of my favorite bands. The other two things were, I mean, not my own projects. They were fine, but um, yeah. I, I can I can easily not go to play them anyway. So, yes. I mean, <laughs> um, so, and 
you know, luckily enough, I'm I'm living with my beloved Liana, yeah. and she is also an incredible violin player. Yeah. So just hearing her practice uh, a couple of hours every day is is incredibly inspiring. I was just thinking yesterday, like, I wish I had been challenged like this, <laughs> like, 15 years ago. Mm. Just seeing someone just practicing things that for her are totally basic yeah. and that for me that I've been practicing for 15 years but always in the same way and she keeps practicing them in different ways which means that she has a much more thorough knowledge of of those same things yeah because she's always looking at them from another angle like that's I mean even if you if you would like just say let's say a, a, a silly scale in E flat mm-hmm. and instead of you know you or, or let's say A flat and you're doing four octaves mm-hmm. and you would just start it off from the high point ah. you know like it's it's something that you hardly ever do yeah and she and and she would or she would start it off from the almost the last uh, octave uh-huh. and then go down ah. you know or any, anything and I mean anyway it, it's not it's not that interesting it's just technical nonsense but it would have been nice to have been challenged in such a in a daily way like this. Ah. Uh, it's fantastic, and um, so I'm enjoy- I'm enjoying this uh, or that, and we're playing every now and then a couple of notes together as well. Yeah, uh, working out some new Hungarian things or some. I just posted some yeah. little video of Purke ma vie which is uh, one of my all time jang- favorite Django tunes. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't mind at all. Well, we have this small kid uh, mm-hmm. around, and she's very cheery. And But uh, there's many other, there, there are many other people who, yeah, who find themselves suddenly, like, without anybody to play with. Yes. Um, which is a bit the case anyway here in San Sebastian for me, because... Mm-hmm. It, <clears throat> It's not like there's people in town with whom I could go and hang out and jam. There's nobody. Yeah. Well, there's a, there's a jazz conservatory, but that's like, I guess, not the style of jazz that I'm really into, yeah. interested in. And also, it's like the it's academy. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then there's classical music that I just don't play. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I love it, but I, I wouldn't dare to go on stage and play classical music and classical music is not music that you would easily go and jam anyway so i i just the only one i play with is liana here which is mm-hmm. um, and which now we have more time as seeing as liana doesn't have to go to conservatory to teach um so yeah i'm enjoying this pretty <laughs> pretty well actually i mean also the the the, the quality of the air here is is amazing yeah so whenever you just open the window, we have, we're lucky that we have balconies. So ours, the, Irina can sleep um, in her stroller mm-hmm. on the balcony so she can yeah. catch some sun and, and, and fresh air. Mm-hmm. And yesterday we were even, we were still able to walk along the sea, not on the beach. That's, that is closed down. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, there's much worse places to be. I'm very happy that I'm not living in Brussels or in Paris or in London these days. Yeah, well, don't rub it in. Sorry? Don't rub it in. No, no, well, I mean, <laughs> I, it, 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 yeah. 
that's uh, yeah. I'm sorry, but no, no, I am happy. Yeah, well, um, I, c- I can understand that. Um, I would be too. But actually, you know, I'm I'm used to this place, and actually, the air quality has seemingly got better since the, this whole thing's happened because there's less. Oh, for pollution. sure. Oh yeah, must have been, must be better. Yeah. yeah. So you've you've basically been using your time to to become inspired by music and to, to practice. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm, I'm YouTubing, of course, a bit. Uh, was listening to quite some Carnatic music just these days. Ah, Nagaswaram, yeah. this, this kind of South Indian hobo yeah, with yeah. Tavil, which is incredible percussion. Yeah. But uh, Nangam, uh, I, I love that. I mean, there's so many things I love as long as it's acoustic and um, yeah. uh, Turkish or Indian or, yeah. or South American. Atahualpa Jupanke was been, uh, was listening to Troilo y Grela, fantastic bandoneon and guitar mm-hmm. uh, Argentina. Uh, yeah, I mean, anything I can find. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've been listening to a lot of music, obviously. Mm. I've been practicing some new things, uh, but already before this started, because now I have more time to slowly, you know, get more acquainted with the material. I practiced a solo of Django Reinhardt's on Brazil. Yeah, I remember There's you the, showing me that. Oh, yeah, did I? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 when we were in London, yeah. Oh, yeah, so I practiced that on violin, and that's a lot of fun. Uh, a Romanian thing. Well, I just is it the same Romanian thing that you've been playing for like for for the for an age? No, no, no. It's it's the one it's it's the one that I have been listening to for an age, but never played. Ah, that now I'm uh, practicing. Um, and yeah, I, yeah, is it, but is it perhaps the one that you showed me in London? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, but now I now I was more practicing just some class, some some technical nonsense and some some uh, the pasacalia from Handel, yeah. uh, the thing that would viola and violin. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I just play. I, I'm enjoying my new bow. My new bow. Ah, <laughs> is that the bow that the the lady gave you in in London? Ah, uh, no, that is still with Dave Kelby. I don't think that would be, I mean, God knows, actually. It, it's a broken bow, uh-huh. so uh, but I don't think it, it would ever be really fantastic. Okay. It might be good enough, yeah. but it's with Dave Kelby because I, I didn't have a, any opportunity to take it with me seeing yeah. as my bow case was full. Yeah. Um, no, no, it's a, it's a French bow. It's a... Well, it's said to be a fatigue, but well, who knows? Who knows? Uh, but it's a very nice ball. Yeah. And, uh, it makes the sound, it makes, yeah, it's a huge difference. Yeah. A huge, huge difference. Oh, it's and interesting. I'm practicing a, practicing a bit guitar. My uncle was Grunholz, the, the main inspiration for all the Dutch and Belgian gypsies who were playing Django Reinhardt's music uh, after Django. He passed away a couple of weeks ago, ah uh, yeah, and that that, rem- that yeah that and that reminded me of a couple of compositions of his mm. that I started re re replaying a bit on guitar, just you know, yeah. <laughs> and some Skype lessons nowadays. Mm-hmm. 
which is a new experience. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So you're you're offering Skype lessons to people at the moment. Yep. Yeah, Skype or I mean WhatsApp or whatever people. Either way. Yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting you're talking about Indian music, Carnatic music. I've just come back from learning a bit about that in Kolkata. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. How was that? really glad that I managed to make it because Mm. it was at the start of all this, all of the the coronavirus stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it was amazing. I was there for a month, spent time with a uh, Sarod player and Uh just learning about how rag, how the rag works and how, just how, basically how Hindustani music works. So not the Carnatic stuff, but I saw some amazing, um, performances because it was around the same time that uh well that that it was that time of year our winter is like the time of year in in calcutta for concerts so there's concerts every night Ah, okay i saw a bunch of different um carnatic violinists which was yeah which Mm -hmm. was amazing must be yeah 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 Yeah, and you know it's uh so i've actually myself i've been just practicing that stuff for the, mm. last, for the last little <laughs> okay. while, I've just been okay. working I've on never, that. I've never practiced or tried to learn these things. I know some some of the basics, mm-hmm. thanks to Fabrizio Casol and people that I worked with, and yeah. meeting some Indian people every now and then, and mm-hmm. listening to b- podcasts and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So I have a, a vague, very basic idea about rhythms and about... Uh, yeah, scales going differently up as they go down, mm-hmm. and certain notes that need to be em- emphasized and all that. And I mean, if you just listen, you can hear, you can you can understand this and that. Um, yeah. But then, how they doing? How they are doing the ornaments? Yeah. Mostly for the Carnatic is totally <laughs> in, uh, in, <laughs> incomprehensible. <laughs> Yes. For me, how they how they manage to to keep all these slides so well in tune. Yeah. All over the place. Well, no it's to, a bit to do with how they hold it as well, I think. Because they hold the mm. violin. Well, I hope so because otherwise I would see no reason why you ever would think of holding a violin <laughs> that way. <laughs> so I hope it has some. Yeah. Have you tried it? No. Well, I think when you try it, you see, well, you know, you see why for that music it, it works. Okay. Um, I have, I actually am not learning like that. I'm trying to learn mm. just being able to do it held up. And I know some, yeah. I've seen some violinists do that and I feel like... Okay, that happens as well. In yeah. India or we're not Indians? Uh, Indians, yeah. Oh, yeah. Main, okay. Like mainly Indians who have um, studied uh, Western classical music as yeah. well. And I, or, yeah. Uh-huh. I and from, then were they Hindustani or Carnatic? I mean, North in, or South? Uh, north. I've seen North, north. Indians do it. Uh, and I think right. the current, the difference is, well, there's loads of massive differences with the two. Oh, yeah. But I think that one of the differences with the, with the two is that... Uh, Carnatic music, like the the slides are actually a little bit more exaggerated, and I think yeah, yeah. so. I, I, can, I can't. I don't know. I feel like, yeah. man. I think you'd sound amazing playing Indian music. I'd love to hear you. 
Uh, it would be very nice if I wouldn't have the courage, but that's really it's it's too deep an ocean to to just kind of take a boat and float a bit. I mean, it doesn't make sense to me. I I, 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 I would I would either put everything aside, disappear for ten years, learn <sighs> Tamil or whatever you know, or Hindu. And, 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 and go there and study for 10 years and maybe, maybe I would be able to do something that would be acceptable for them. Yeah. But I mean, that's, that's the only thing that would interest me, nothing less. Right. Nothing, yeah. Like anything that sounds a bit like, yeah, I can do that. But what, what, what's the point? I know what you mean. For me, the point for me, I've yeah. been, I've, I, I didn't want to just go there and, and go, all oh, right, that's interesting, and then just leave it. I want to go there, <laughs> find out about it, and, and actually yeah. try and work out a way of performing at least one rag to, you know, for myself Fair in enough. a way that, in the, you know, I'm not in a way, I don't think I would ever, well, there's no way I would ever be able to perform, you know, to be a performer mm. in that world. Yeah. But well, it's yeah, just because, it's just for me. That's what I think for myself. Yeah. But I, I also, I mean, if if I had a month, yeah, I might also do that for the yeah. experience. Yeah, it's obviously. Experience, yeah. But I, I would never have the, the thing like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll play this music. Yeah, put it or, on your or CV. I would need, yeah, or I, yeah, <laughs> or I would need twenty years. Yeah, agreed, agreed. And what it's is like, Yeah, yeah, it is interesting. It's like Hari, Hari Prasad Chaurasia, you know, the flute player. Yeah. Yeah, I so saw him amazing, actually. I saw him. Play. Oh wow! Yeah. You know this. The amazing story about him Go. is that he was um, he was an autodidact player. Ah. Oh really? And he went yes. He went to a teacher, and this teacher said something that I often say to people: it's very hard to teach you because you have a lot of bad habits installed <laughs> that are too difficult to get rid of. Yeah. And and uh, and he so that teacher go, went further than I would go, and he just said, "I'm not going to teach you because yeah. you're not you're never going to get over those habits." Yeah. And I need you to. I mean, if I want to teach you, I, I need you to get over those habits. And you, it's it's not possible. Either yeah. you learn it the right way, or or but um, désapprendre in French. Um, Unlearn basically a habit yeah. is is so is so is pretty impossible. Yeah. Now, that reminds me of another story. Um, but and Hari Prasad was so disappointed mm -hmm. that he went home and made himself uh, a flute. I I actually wonder whether he had to would have had to make another one. No, no, he didn't. He just started to play instead of write. Hand, left-handedly uh -huh. and he went back to the teacher and said I want to learn <laughs> you know and so and that the teacher could accept and he just worked like a madman oh, man. and, and became one of the best ever that's and, amazing yeah that is amazing so he plays the other way around because he he that was the only way he he could see of getting rid of all his formal habits which is actually i guess pretty correct 
and it must have worked because he was one of the best. Yeah. yeah. And I said I have a, I had another story. That's yeah. uh, something Alexandre Tripodi um, was talking to me about uh, not a very long time ago. Talking about practicing, mm. and, and this incredibly beautiful comparison uh, with the human brain uh, during practice and a, a slab of marble. It's a very good. It's a very good image. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you want to engrave something on a slab of marble, you need to hit this one spot and again and again and again until you have this chip that comes off and then and 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 you go. You, so it's a very tedious job mm. to engrave it. And that is actually good practice, or any anything you practice is actually that that's what you're doing. Yeah. Now the brain is like a slab of marble, which means that once it is engraved, it is very difficult to get rid of it. Yeah. And that's why it's so important to practice straight away the right way. Yeah. Because if you don't, you have a whole load load of I mean load more work to resurface the whole marble slab and yeah. restart. Yeah, which is, and it's a very good comparison because that it's is. it's really true. It's because of repetition. So you repeat and you repeat. And that's why, but that's why people. Uh, that's why you really need to practice slowly, also, because mm-hmm. if you practice too fast, you get all these little mistakes that you don't even notice, and even little blockades. Mm. You practice them actually into your playing yeah and then once you realize it's too late because they are already engraved in your marble slab so it's i mean i i think it's very nice uh, that is amazing yeah it's not my it's not my invention but (laughs) you know it's a a nice story yeah or a nice comparison that's true so um with this this new this this whole thing happening what's been the uh have you managed to give find yourself a um like a new routine has there been a routine that's come out of this that that hasn't that hasn't been there that wasn't there before not as yet Uh not as yet Uh, i heard some people say this this whole thing is going to change the world tremendously yeah and i guess yes for some people it will Mm-hmm. Uh, mostly businesses and I mean the economy and all that I yeah. have no idea I, I, I'm not even though so-called I studied economy I, 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 I'm really not well placed to, to, to judge all that yeah it's totally ridiculous I didn't know you studied uh, economy yeah, yeah well, well that was just in, in, in secondary school okay. in, in, uh, yeah until I was 18 and I could leave school <laughs> uh, I should have done Latin but oh, it's a long story um, but I have a, I have a, a, a little diploma of a kind of basic accountant thing. Oh, really? <laughs> Which, I mean... Could you be my you accountant? Uh, yeah, well, if you want to crack up laughing and, and not stop until tomorrow, <laughs> that's... That, yeah, that, yeah, of course. Uh, no, I mean, that doesn't make any sense. I mean, uh, I got the diploma just because I knew what I needed to do and w- how to work to get through it. But, I mean, I can't do it. Yeah. And I... I hate the whole thing. Um, but, but back to um, 
so people say the world is going to change tremendously. And yes, in some fields it will. But I don't think this is going to last long enough for it to, for it to change fundamentally. Uh-huh. It will change, obviously, yeah. because it will change. Some shapes will change. But it will be pretty much on the surface. And, and I mean, as I say, in some fields it will be more tremendous and more dramatic, for mm-hmm. sure. But it's, I mean, for, for the moment at least, it doesn't look like suddenly the internet is going to no. just collapse or something of that sort, because that would be a fundamental change. Of course. And actually maybe even a good one. But yeah. I, I don't know, you know, I, I've, I've been YouTubing these, these days and, and thinking often of, of these wonderful times when I had five tapes to listen to. Yeah. You know, and, and, and then, and, and then you've, you come at Kunde Goethe's place and he has this fantastic Romanian tape, uh. but he doesn't have a double tape recorder, so you cannot make a copy. Uh. And you slip these tapes clandestinely into your pocket <laughs> and take it home because you don't dare to ask him if you can take it and the next time you just can return it. <laughs> 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 you know, these things, it's, that was wonderful, actually, yeah. as well. Because mm. it's like, oh, the, 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 the joy of finding that thing that you've been, or that you've never even su- suspected exists. Or that you knew exists, but you could never find it. Yeah. I mean, these joys we don't have. Um, and also just listening to the same music over and over and over again. is yeah. very good if you want to learn it. Agreed. It's much better than what we are doing now. Like, listening to a bit of Carnatic stuff and yeah. a bit of this yeah. and a bit of... <laughs> African yeah, yeah. and then some Sydney Bish and then uh, some Hungarian oh, that's also nice yeah, there's this Romanian it's, it's, no, it's of course it's inspiring and it keeps your it keep it also keeps something working I mean it's not all bad obviously mm. and I've definitely learned some very nice things and but uh, yeah internet I mean if the internet would collapse that would be a tremendous change I don't think we're we're going to get that kind of thing no so, so to go back to your question, no, I haven't had the new routine because it's habits are. This again is this engravement in this marble thing, and yeah. it's not. Uh, we have been it's only a week or something, or ten, maybe ten days. What is it? I don't even know. I mean, it's not. I think it's, it's not that long. Days. No, it's not. Yeah. No, um, I guess. I guess to be honest, Joe, you've just you've got a you've got you're a new dad, so. You're not gonna have your your, oh, your routine's yeah. not gonna <laughs> your routine's gonna be crazy anyway, isn't it? Yeah, well, there's that as well, of course. Yeah, there's not not we don't already sleep through the nights and all yeah. that. And you try to save the other one some sleep, so you and all that. Yeah. And then there is now these these online lessons and all. So I mean, you know, we're trying to divide our time as well as we can. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so do you reckon that do you reckon music's going to be affected? much by this in the long term i have no idea i have i mean um i have no idea really actually yeah because as i say i don't think it's going to last long enough for things really fundamentally to change and um 
so I don't think actually I don't think that it will really affect music. Yeah, it might affect like there's new things coming up. Like now I just got some somebody sent me something about some online concert, and, and I don't really know how it works, and I don't really feel like going into it. Yeah. If somebody else else wants me to do it and it, and they can set it up, mm-hmm. I don't mind. But I'm not gonna, you know, fill out all these forms and thingies and. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But uh, so these things, uh, there's thing, there are things happening. I'm sure. Yeah. But um, to, every night here at eight o'clock, they're clapping. Oh yeah. They they it's go really on, nice. on onto balconies and they clap for the for the for all the medical people who are working uh, to try and save as much as possible, mm-hmm. as many as possible. And I, I just decided I'm gonna get out my taragot my like this kind of Romanian, Hungarian, actually Hungarian wooden soprano socks, mm. basically, which is nice and loud, and but still it's a very mellow sound. Mm-hmm. But it carries very far. Yeah. And so uh, when the when they have been clapping for a couple of minutes, I just go outside and play a, a tune. Ah, that's so nice. that's my my contribution. And I mean, people seem to love it. I mean, it's not the third third or fourth night I'm doing it because before I was a little bit ill and I didn't feel well enough to do it. Yeah. So, yeah, these kind of things suddenly come up and you just do something and people seem to like it suddenly. And some of the neighbors have come to to ring, they rang the the bell and said, thank you for playing. uh, And I'm like astonished because they hear us play every day. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, they must have enough of it. But, yeah. uh, so thankfully. Well, I do this. think it starts to bring out this sort of like this positive feeling. That, um, you know, this whole thing does mean that like people are a lot more emotionally, uh, I don't know, like open. And I hope so. I most certainly hope so. Yeah. Even like good and bad. Like, I'd, oh I'd, yeah. You know, you you can. I've, I've noticed even for myself, I can quite easily become emotional about something that I would never be be that way about. Mm. But then, you know, in a good way and and in a bad way. So if something bad happens, I'm I'm more affected by it. And if something mm. really good happens, then I'm I'm more affected by it. So I guess that's what's happening. Yeah. Is people hear your music and it just they're just yeah. open. They're like, wow. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I also I also thought of doing it because at the back of the, we see we have two balconies basically with three. But, uh, in the back side, there's some guy who every, after this clapping, he puts on some pretty disgusting techno <laughs> nonsense for a bit. Yeah, he so thinks annoying. That's up, he thinks that's he thinks that is uplifting. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, I, I guess that's even that is also one of the reasons why I started doing it because I just thought, I mean, yeah. come, on, let's really do something ourselves. Yeah, and what's the point in putting on some CD or some, yeah. I mean, whatever MP3 thing? Yeah, and then yeah, I think that will make anybody happy. I don't know, maybe it does, but it doesn't. Well, I, I reckon there's a small percentage of people who it makes happy, but I think that hearing live music is going to make. A much larger percentage of people. Well, let's happy. hope. Yeah, let's hope that. Yeah, yeah. That's at least what I do. I try to. Yeah. Hope. So, what in terms of like the music you've been working on? What what's the like? What's the main thing you've been you've been doing? Uh, so the main project, let's say, 
uh, is a, a thing called Isilenti, huh. which is a new thing oh, that cool. is really going to be very, very beautiful. It's, yeah. it's one of the... It might be so far one of the most... Um, the strongest emotionally strongest uh, things that I've, that I've been working in, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Fabrizio Cassol, who is this composer from Akamun. Mm. He is a, a, a musical scientist, rhythmically, and, and, and also he knows a lot about, by the way, by, uh, about Indian music, huh. Carnatic mostly. He was giving lectures about things that have disappeared out of Carnatic music huh. in India. So, I mean, he knew. <laughs> but he also knows a lot of African stuff, and they went to visit pygmies. And I don't know. I mean, he's a very interesting guy and a very interesting composer mm. who has composed spectral music for orchestras as well as for his just trio with electric bass and drum and saxophone, incredibly loud and fast. And yeah full on he's he's done many 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 different things but always emotion seems to be a very important as playing an an incredibly important role in it Uh and i've been lucky enough to work with him already since 15 years now yeah but he was always thinking of he wanted to make something around my world Hmm. um my musical world um so now we found we found a a way of doing that he is there's a bit of the, like the i mean ho- holocaust story mm-hmm. involved because that touches very deeply on, uh, onto my family yeah and that that just touches actually many many people also mm-hmm. fabrizio and um and he like he had this it's called isilenti mm-hmm. the silent ones because it's like if you go to when you go to Berlin, there's a museum about Holocaust, and there's a lot of letters that mostly Jewish people have written mm. on scraps of any paper that they could find to try and say goodbye to other people or to tell them what was happening before they would be taken away. Or be, uh, so that's, that's and Fabrizio thought gypsies would never have written letters because they couldn't write. Mm. So they're the silent ones in this ah. kind of story. So he took some scraps of music of Monteverdi from the Madrig- Madrigals mm. with phrases that could be interp- interpreted as letters mm. of those people. And there's music that I propose, songs mostly, some mm. Greek, some Hungarian uh, one Manush song that is straight, that is uh, uh, straight away um, connected to the whole, uh, to the Second World War. And there is three. So we have three singers, Baroque singers: Claren McFadden, uh, Nicola Wienes, and Jonathan Alvaro. I think, if I'm not mistaken, the names. Philip Churio on accordion, who does like more. Most of the kind of basso continuo work. Mm. Vili, Vilmos Chicos from Double Bass. There is an incredibly uh, talented young Bulgarian Kaval player, mm. and then also an equally talented 
uh, Turkish percussion playing uh, girl. Yeah. And me on violin and vocals. Yeah. And it's like we have been already working since a year every now and then, but all of our agendas are very full. So, that, uh, I mean, it's slow mm. and it's very, very detailed and complicated music. Mm. And all the transitions, I mean, it's it's a whole, it's one hour and a half. Uh, but I'm astonished at how well Fabrizio can estimate the impact of things even before they work. Mm. Because he's composing all that and he knows this is going to work like this and that. And, and um, we did a run through a couple of weeks ago and it was a slap in the face for many, many people who came to see it. It's like, <laughs> it's... So in August we're going to do ten days of rehearsing, yeah. and then in November uh, two weeks, and December, and then in January, at the end of January next year is the premiere. I don't know if it's ever going to get to the UK with the whole new situation, yeah, and crisis and money and all that. But it will be playing definitely in Belgium and in France, and I hope I hope many other countries because it's really going to be something pretty amazing yeah. so that's that has been taking a lot of my uh, attention and energy there's still Les Violons and there's the the more sleeping projects still uh, the Budapest Gypsy Orchestra Kalota Sight Trio Tatavla they're all alive but kind of winter sleep hmm. uh, thing yeah I, I'm definitely still working on, on repertoire and trying to keep the old things in my head and to get some new things and uh, and a lot of jazz I'm, I'm definitely a lot into jazz these days old jazz yeah mm. so with this we'll this project you're talking about is that is that like have you worked in that way before with a composer uh with something that's so heavily composed um yes but not uh around my own world uh-huh so okay. yes, I've done that a couple of times, and mostly with Fabrizio, and enjoyed ah. that a lot. Also with Dick van der Harst, uh -huh. a composer, multi-instrumentalist from Holland who lives in Belgium, very good. Also one of my tutors, basically. Um, uh, with Hermann Schamp as well, mm -hmm. with a lot of his compositions and, and works. and uh, Yeah, I've, I've done that, done and I like that a lot. Ah. I like that a lot, actually. If the music is good, there is a, a little thing called Mediterranean Quartet. I've heard that, yeah. Yeah. That's also, it's I great. mean, it's, it's basically Mattia, Mattia Livrero's music. And, um, yeah, I mean, I, I do these things and I like them. You enjoy working <laughs> like that. That's cool. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. So, what are your plans for the rest of the week? Uh, no plans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just live, live, live. and uh, play. Uh, make some nice food. Yeah. Try to make as many people happy as possible. Make some calls to friends that I haven't spoken to for way too long. Yeah. I'm kind of every day. I'm doing a couple of those. Yeah. That's that's maybe one of the. Also, one of the real advantages of this is that you. You suddenly think, I have this friend and actually yeah. we should have and could have and never did and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Let's let's just have a good chat. Yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's very nice. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, that's it. You know, you said you've got no plans. Those are your plans. Those, those are plans. They're good plans. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I have plans, but not no pro, no fixed. Uh, yes. Fixed schedules. They could happen at any point. Yeah, and that's also what I like. That's how yeah. I like to live. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, which is quite uh, difficult that, to live like that if you work as a as a musician. You don't have exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I guess. Uh, Two years ago, when I really badly, badly needed a holiday, that was the one phrase that kept coming up. I, 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 I want two weeks of no schedule. Yeah. I want yeah. two weeks of just being somewhere, waking up, making a coffee, you know, having some breakfast, go back to sleep, God knows, uh, read, play. Mm. Play as much music as possible. That's all fine. It's not. Yeah. That's not the problem. Yeah. It's the hurry up and wait phenomenon, phenomenon yeah. as we call it, um, which is when you're touring. That is all over the place. <laughs> hurry up and wait. <laughs> yeah, you know that's like you say we're at ten o'clock in the morning reception hotel to go to the bus mm-hmm. and you arrive five to ten. Everything is ready. Your suitcase, pack your violins on your back. Ah, the bass player still sleep. Yeah. What the bloody okay? Um, you could have had another cup of tea at the breakfast, but you you didn't because yeah. you want to be in time. So hurry up and wait. That's the thing. Then you arrive after two, for let's say four hours of driving, two o'clock. You arrive in say Bristol, whatever, uh, in some hotel, and no, you can't check in only after three. <laughs> so that's again hurry up and wait. Yeah. And then there's the sound check, and this is not ready, and that is, and then uh, that's the hurry up and wait phenomenon. And that's the thing that I think I I I like the least out yeah. of our profession is that nonsense. Mm-hmm. I really and another. I've been telling a lot of things that are not my inventions, but I really, uh, really li- try to. Let's say I really like living along those lines hmm. uh, and another friend of mine said once you know we we don't we musicians we don't want to be and we can't be paid for playing music yeah it's not possible that that's not what we're paid we're paid for the hurry up and wait that's yeah. what that's what we are paid for <laughs> to wait on airports for the plane that is late and that you miss the other plane and that that's what we want to be paid for yeah but we cannot be paid for for the actual music making is is a present yeah. is is we share that it's it's, it's a gift to you to yeah. all all who who like it yeah and if we would need to be paid for all the hours that we have been putting into that music that's just impossible yeah and it's not even necessary i mean i i, I don't think it is no but the hurry up and wait that's definitely something i want to be paid for yeah <laughs> so how how long have you been so busy, actually, Chow. When did you start getting so busy? Good question. Uh, I would say the big the big start in my career was when I met Fabrizio Casol, and he wanted me. He absolutely insisted that I work with with them for this uh, performance called uh, Vespers. Mm. Um, that's sixteen years ago. Yeah. Yeah, sixteen years ago. That was the big start off kickoff. That like that was like a a, a a thing of 160 performances in one year and a half time, wow. all over the world. 
uh, so that was a lot of touring and a lot of hurry up and waiting. But also a lot of, because that was luxury in those days, we had like, sometimes we had like five performances in the same city, mm-hmm. which means that once everything is set up, you only have to go into the theater at, at around half past six yeah. in the evening. So you have the whole day to either sleep and basically to do anything that helps your performance being better, mm-hmm. which can be either sleep, can be walk around, can be lie around, can be practice your head off. It can be anything. Yeah. But as long as it isn't, it's the, the whole day is in function of that one concert, and that's that's a fantastic luxury. Yeah. That um, I have not very often had since. Yes. Um, but 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 since these sixteen years, the last sixteen years, they have been the most busy in my life. And now it has calmed down a little bit because of me living in San Sebastian, mm-hmm. which involves a little bit more traveling to get somewhere, mm-hmm. which means I don't accept all the concerts I can get, mm-hmm. also because of the, just thanks to the family and, yeah. and little one and all that. But let's say two years ago, one year ago, it was incredibly busy. Yeah. 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 Well, it sounds like you're having a nice, you know, sounds like you're making the most of the situation and... I think so. I mean, I'm, I try. Yeah. I try to. Yeah. 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 Well, <laughs> nice one, man. That's, I that's... hope everyone does. I hope yeah, everyone well, does. Uh, so do I. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to do the same. Exactly. Of uh, course. Yeah. It was very nice to hear you. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. yeah, we should, we should, I hope we'll meet soon yeah. again. Yeah, well. When this is all over we'll and see. We'll see what frontiers are open again. But yeah, next <laughs> yeah, time you're exactly. in London, God yeah. knows when that will be because we don't know. But when you are, it'd be great to, yeah. to see you again. Yeah, for Absolutely. sure. Okay. Okay. Well, lot, be well yeah. and healthy yeah. and safe. You too. All right. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks very much for listening to Locked in the Green Room. I was chatting to Charlinberger. Um, for the moment, you can find us on Podbean, um, Spotify, uh, Pocket Casts, and a couple of other places. Still waiting for iTunes, still waiting. It will happen soon. You can also find us on YouTube. There will be full videos of, uh, of these uh, interviews up on my personal YouTube account, which is Matt Holborn. Okay. Thanks very much for listening. Goodbye.